Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. Good morning. Welcome to the second hour of the show today. I was reflecting during the break. Can you imagine that in St. Paul, Minnesota, they have an all-female city council, a female, a female of color. Oh, my. If you're not shaking in your boots from that, I don't know what it's going to take. What a mess. You can get involved by calling 888-7753-773-888-77. Jesse. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on com slash show. And you can also, if you're out and about busy and just can't sit and um, and listen to the show, you can podcast the show, but you can also listen to it on your iPhone or iPad by calling the listen line on Top Stream Live at 641-793-1500, You can podcast the show later. And follow us on rumble.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. You got to know how to rumble.com uh, and rumble.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson and cozy.tv slash JLP. Cozy.tv slash JLP. Like, follow, do all those things. And to donate, have your comments read out loud. Go to buymeacoffee.com uh, slash JLP Talk or Bond JLP on Cash App. Bond JLP on Cash App or rebuildingtheman.com slash store. Rebuildingtheman.com slash store. It's Thursday. It's the second hour of Thursday show. It is Bible Thumper Thursday. Bible Thumper. I know I'm supposed to go to my seat now. But my mama's a 10-year cancer survivor. And she's standing right there. Wave your hand, mama. Don't <laughs> treatments or radiation. Yeah. You can't tell me what God wants. Somebody beside you don't understand your praise. But I want you to grab somebody around you that don't mind dancing. And I want you to hit the floor right now. <laughs> there you go. What does the Lord have to say in 2024 when we see a qualified, brilliant black woman, Dr. Claudine Gay? Women at the top <laughs> of their game and the top of their fields are treated as if they are not the superstars that they are. You can Amazing. try to say it's any other thing, but this is a continued onslaught against diversity, equity, and <laughs> inclusion. Wow. See that? 
Y'all don't want black people in charge of your world, your country, your world, your community, your, your neighborhood. Look at that. The anchor baby put that together. That's the first time I've seen that. Thank you. That's deep, anchor baby. I told oh, you, they have given over the churches to the devil. I don't know. Whatever. Let me go. 888-7753-773. Let me take some calls. There's one line open if you want to jump in there. Victoria out of Texas. Happy New Year, Victoria. Happy New Year, my brother. How are you? All is well. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. All is well here in Texas. Amazing. Uh, I wanted to say something, Jesse. Putting women anywhere in in so-called charge of this country or anywhere is absolutely giving it up to the devil, like you said. It's it's mind-blowing. Well, it's that spiritual battle, you know. He used the woman in the beginning, and here she is. But, you know, it's the weak men. That's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. It's weak men. But I wanted to to give a warning because, you know, I've told you before, I think last year, that we have members here on our ranch that work for the airlines, and I also have family 30 years in the airlines. And what you've been seeing is uh, the addition to diversity, equity, and uh, so they call inclusion, right, of hiring these females of color, uh, specifically blacks, but there's other women thrown in there as, as well. Now, the years ago, the airlines solely, like, hired males, especially right out of the military. Yeah. Because they had so many, so many, so many hours of combat, you know, heavy. It's heavy. That's a heavy position to be in. And you have to stay calm during those situations. You can't have people in the cockpit that are, you know, they're that are just out of their minds and they, they can't handle stress and pressure. And what's been going on with the airlines, and I hope that you start driving if you have to travel anywhere, bro, because this is bad. This is like, it's it's bad. They're hiring. It all started from what I understand and have been told by pilots and such that during the lockdown, a lot of the... Um, pilots and mechanics and the, uh, other people that flight attendants even, but especially mechanics and pilots that rejected the Fauci sauce, right? Well, they were kicked off out of the airlines. And so um, they've been hiring these DEI employees. And the women, mostly all black women, uh, and the, the, they're saying that they're very emotional. You know, they're not quite sure if they can handle it, but they still, the agenda is to get them in there. 
And so the two schools that they send them to, there's one in Delaware, and I don't remember what the other school university is, but it's at the very, the two bottom universities in the nation as far as learning and GPAs and stuff. That's where they're sending them to. So that's not a good sign. And, um, you know, their standards are lowered. Uh, and it's the, what happened with this Spirit Airlines is that even the mechanics that they're hiring, they're hiring black females as well. But nobody's being told that, right? But they are. And these tools that these mechanics need in order to keep our planes in good structure, the tools are very specific, and they have to be um, calibrated to, like, perfection, right? You have to calibrate them after, you know, when you're done working, you have to calibrate, put them in your toolbox so that you know when you come to work, you recheck them again, you know, and they're locked up. Um, but these people that they're hiring because of the boomers that are retiring as well, uh, white male boomers, they're retiring um, because they see all of this. I'm looking at a report right now from the New York Times. The end of all white male, all white cockpit, allies are struggling to find enough pilots and to diversify a profession a profession that has been very resistant to change. When I first heard that they were uh, hiring these blacks, affirmative action, unprepared blacks for um, air traffic controllers and and, and pilots and things like that, I, I knew, I said then, way back then, that this is going to be trouble. And it's getting mm-hmm. bad, and I can't believe that they are putting these people in there and putting all our lives at risk when we fly. They are putting people's lives at risk just to prove that they're not racist, and they are not. And these people are not qualified. I mean, they're putting them in the airplanes. It doesn't get any worse than that. It doesn't, and it is putting everybody's lives at jeopardy. I'm really concerned about flying now. I'm very, to a point I almost don't want to fly because I know what the blacks will do. They're not going to be careful in putting these planes together. They're not going to be careful in in flying and what they're doing. It's not in them to do it. They're going to have a do it. It ain't going to work. And it's yet not they're imposing work. that upon us. It is. And, it, you know, it's a spiritual battle, and, and you can't have these positions and have your mind wandering and thinking in, in the intellectual mind in, instead of just being natural and just doing your job perfectly. And you can do that when you overcome evil. So you've got all these women, especially women. Jesse, can you, like... Satan's daughters are flying our airplanes. I know. It's, it's hell. And, and I it, think it's funny. It's really interesting. To, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. I think it's really interesting that one of the people that United Airlines and Spirit and American and most of the domestic, I don't know about 
uh, I should ask about the international, but I'm sure there's some thrown in there. But uh, these, um, uh, I just I lost my. Oh, they they uh, they have this. It's called Sisters of the Sky. That oh, these yeah. airlines, yeah, Sisters of the Sky. You know what? That it's SOS. It's warning us, <laughs> sisters of the sky. I mean, come on, this is insane. I I have said after listening to these people that I know that I am not flying anywhere. No how, no way. I will drive. I will drive. Hardly a so, day goes by now when you don't hear near miss uh, all the time. Planes. Hardly a day go by now we don't hear something nagging going on with the plight, with the planes, and yet they put these unqualified people in. They took out the white qualified men who had served in the mm-hmm. military. They already knew how to fly. They had it down pat, and they put right. in people who are not can't even read to run the no. aircraft and control. That's mind blowing. Right. What the. It's mind blowing. So I just wanted to bring that up. Well, I appreciate and, uh, that, Victoria. Thank you. You are very welcome. So I'm going to continue to watch you as I do daily. And everybody, keep up with the silent prayer. Don't stop. Don't stop. I mean it. That's right. You'll find the kingdom of heaven. I love you, bro. Have a wonderful day. You too. Take Thank care. You. Thank you so much. Amazing. There's a line open, 888-775-3773. Jonathan is out of Nebraska. Jonathan, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Thanks, Jesse. Good morning. Good morning. So I had a question for you. I know that you've... Um, you said do the silent prayer, which I have been. I've been doing it every morning, every night. My question, though, is do you ever talk to God, or do you just do the silent prayer? What do you mean, talk to Him? Like, you and I are talking now, when you're doing the silent prayer, is there ever a time where you say, you know, you talk to Him, like I'm talking to you? Or are you just always silent when it comes to being being in front of the Lord? Oh, I see what you're asking. If a word, if something comes up, oh, I I rarely do now, to be honest. But yeah. I mean, I, I neither try to do it or try not to do it. But I right. I I'm, I just mostly do the silent prayer. Watch, because that's where I'm at. And then it's like when things come to mind, it's like when I, they try to come out of my mouth, they never come out right. Or they come out like the same thing every time, and it just sounds like a ritual, and I don't, I don't like that. So I just, I also it's, have been trying to just be quiet and silent and let the Lord speak how He wants to do. It's, um, um, you know, Nick made the point. You uh, don't you need to hear from a response <laughs> to have a conversation? But no, it's because we don't know what to pray for. We don't know what to ask for. We don't know what we need. That's why. It's best to just—it's right to just be still and know Him, because we don't know what we're asking for, and everything we ask for is all vanity. Right. So, so to add on to that, it would be safe to say when we open our mouths and we ask, we're we're asking for us, but we're not—that's not necessarily aligning with what God wants us to be thinking about or concerned about. Is not that at all. Right. Not at all. Okay. All right, and then. Um, the next question is: Is um, I called a I called a couple maybe a month or so ago, but um, 
I'm dealing with some issues with my son, and uh, he's he's 15. Uh, he's he basically left my house to go live with his mama because I refused to allow him to spend the night with his girlfriend, and he's trying to go live with his girlfriend. And I said, absolutely not. That's not going to happen. So then he packed his bags. I went and took my daughters to school because he basically told me I had to physically manhandle him, take him to school. So I said, okay, I'll be back to deal with you. I'm going to go take my daughters to school first. I got back to uh, to do that, and he was gone. His little mama come and picked him up. So my question is: is um, I know I want to pursue, but I know that I'm, I, I shouldn't pursue. How do I go about helping this young man right now? Or is the best thing to do is just sit back and wait, do nothing, and allow allow things to happen the way they should happen, and then let it naturally come back? Because right now he says he hates me. He doesn't want anything to do with me. I'm trying to control his life, and it's like, buddy, you need some help, man. And I've been there. I've been 15 before where I thought I knew everything and um, having sex with your girlfriend. And so he's just lost. Um, he's just being a male, not quite trying to be a man yet, but just being a male. So how do I help my son? When you say you want to pursue, what do you mean by that? Pursue what? I want, I want to pursue, but I want to, I want to call him. I want to text him. I want to, I want to pursue him. And, and the fact is like, hey, I want to help you, buddy. But I, oh, I when you say pursue, that, you mean you want to call him, you want to try to get him to yeah. come back home and all that? Yes. Oh, um, do what you want, of course. The decision, the final decision is yours. But why not? He's 15. Why not just let him suffer? That's, oh, no, that's where I'm at. And I just was, I just was asking. Um, I, that's what I feel like I, I should do anyways. But there's always that, you know, you know what I'm saying? There's always that thought. We don't like the, the, the thought, not the practical ones, but the other thought. The other thought's always like, call him, text him, whatever. And I'm like, no, that's just stupid, because if he, if he wanted to have a relationship right now, we would have one, because I'm not the one saying, you need to leave, you need to do that. He's, he's choosing to do those things, so I need to let him man up and own those choices. Those aren't my choices. Well, those are so not his it. choices either. He's angry at you. He's angry at his mother. And so he's been turned away from what is right. And he's living in right. darkness right now. And, it, and and if he's 15, there's really nothing you can do because he's able to leave when he wants. So I would recommend he already knows that he can be with you or, you or not. I would just let him suffer. I would do what you want right. until he's ready to get over his hell. Yep. Have yeah, you apologized uh... for not protecting him from his mother when he was younger? Yes. Well, I've, I've raised him. So that the thing is, is he's that always he had been, to go. He's been raised by you and not his mother? He's been raised by me, but the problem is is that he goes to his mom every other weekend, and so that was the oh. crux of it. He's like, and that's what he said when he left. He's like, well, my mom will let me do what I want to do. And I said, yeah, of course you will. Oh, okay. You know? Were you at any time impatient with him and while growing absolutely. up? Absolutely. I've. Absolutely, yes. I've apologized for, for uh, my imperfections. I apologize because I wasn't the man that I needed to be. Oh, okay. I didn't show him the right way by living the right way. Not by telling him, but by, by showing by example. I had to apologize yeah. because I wasn't, always, uh, I wasn't always who I was today. I was in my lower state. Um, I was trying to fix, out, fix my own life and do my own things, and I realized that that's going to play an effect, too. So I have to go to him, and I have to apologize because I wasn't the person that well, I Well, if you have apologized and he, and, and he has been living with her for a while, there's nothing you can do at 15. I would just let him suffer. 
Okay. You know, I okay, wouldn't be, well. because the more you chase him, the, the more he's going to resist and the worse he would get because he's right. going to rebel now. He's not going to, the, 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 the spirit of, of the lie is going to cause him to rebel even more so. So just let him suffer. Yep, that's uh, agreed. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, amazing. Thank you, Jonathan. Hey, Jesse, have a great day. You too, buddy. Oh, amazing. 888-7753-773. Super Chat. Super Chat. Super Chat. Harmony bought you a coffee. Female Mondays, more like Mama Spirit Mondays. Once a female starts to overcome the fallen state, she recognizes the, the attack on men and will help show the light to other women. When, and I see it all the time when the ladies uh, start to really pay attention to what's happening inside of them. They start to wake up. They see. And they see. And they, they start to change and fall into the natural order of life. And it's amazing to see it. That's why I'm encouraging women to seek first the kingdom of God in his right way. And all will be added. They got to do what the men do in order to overcome. They got to go forgive their mothers, forgive their fathers, be still and know God. It's amazing. Thank you. Uh, someone bought a coffee. Jesse, what's worse for America? Transgenders or the Kardashians? It's the same. <laughs> Thank you. It's the same. There's no difference. Evgeny Crosby with a diamond get dropped. Oh, with a couple of diamonds. Jesse, Chris Crispy dropped out of the race, then got dropped off at Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear that Chris Crispy had dropped out? Yep. Yeah. Amazing. He hate Donald Trump, it appears. Indeed. Nice. Thank you. Uh, Danny Moore bought a coffee. Hi, Jesse and the lads. Have any of you seen a Chinese homeless person? I've been to a lot of places and never seen one. They yellow. P.S. Hake, you could fit perfectly in a Braveheart. You look more Scottish than Scottish. How's your Scottish accent? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You ought to pick a pocket or two. (laughs) That's not Scottish, huh? (laughs) I, that's a good question. I, I think I have seen a, uh, a Chinese homeless. I don't, Bum. If, if I did, I just didn't pay attention. But I don't remember ever seeing one or the last time I've seen one. Yeah. It's not as common, that's for sure. Yeah. Although they're a tiny minority, really. Maybe if we went down into the Chinese community, maybe we'd see some, uh, some Chinese, bums. Yeah, on the street. Yep. Maybe. I haven't seen it. You're right about that. Thank you. Rabbit bought five coffees. Good morning, Jesse and crew. Thank you for your hard work. I love the show, and you helped me to wake up. But let me ask. Ask! Ask. Where did you get saying ask like that from? Oh, I don't know. Maybe from Hake. No. Where I got it from? You got it from some lady, I think, who taught you to speak properly and not say ask. Oh, yeah, that's right. She said that you're supposed to say ask, not ask, not ask, ask. Ask. You're supposed to hit the K. Right. Ask. Because blacks seem to leave out the K. They say, they say the K before the S for some reason. You can't even say it wrong the way that the I blacks know, say it. I know, I forgot how I used to say it. <laughs> how does the black... I'm not going to say it because you'll start saying it that way now. Who? You. 
Axe. You. <laughs> If I pronounce it wrong, you'll start pronouncing it you wrong. You sound like an owl. Who? <laughs> it, at. Axe. They don't hit the K. The yeah, black they do. don't say ask. No, they say axe. They say A-X. Right, yep. Why do the blacks say they, I mean, <laughs> they lost their life rather than their lives? I don't even know. I hear that a It's lot stylish. Of, what? It is stylish. To say they life. Yep. How's that stylish? I don't know. It just sounds stylish and catchy. You know how black people are stylish, entertaining? They lost their life? That's not stylish. <laughs> I think it's stylish. It's dumb. It may be, but it's also kind of cool sounding. They make it sound cool to I, talk wrong. Sean says left breath, breath and left mouth movement. Yeah, it's quicker. <laughs> when, you, when, when I text, I text more black or type in the chat because it's easier. You, don't have, you can leave out extra words. If I were you, I wouldn't be taking on the black way. <laughs> I know. Actually, the whole text, heck, texting thing is becoming oversimplified. I remember I used to really enjoy, even though I couldn't do it myself, hearing English spoken properly. Right. It was so, it was like music, like <laughs> nice music. But now I rarely hear English spoken properly. And when I do hear, it stands out. That's true. It's so rare. And America used to appreciate proper speaking. Yep. Not anymore. You remember those days? Huh? And writing. Huh? And writing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't remember those days. Really? Wow. <laughs> It's always been degenerate, I think, in my life. <laughs> What a sad commentary, huh? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Thank you. Uh Charlotte bought a coffee. Corinthians 14, 34, and 35 clearly says women should keep silent in church. They are not permitted to speak. Absolutely. First Timothy 2, I do not permit a woman to teach or to assume authority over men. A woman was formed first. I mean, Adam was formed first. Adam was formed first. Then Eve. And Adam was not the one deceived. It was the woman who was deceived and became a sinner. Isn't that amazing? Thank you. White Lion NYC bought, by the way, that was 1 Corinthians, that, uh, 14, 34, and 35. Did I just read it? No, Charlesse. Is oh, okay. Thing. Thank you, Charlesse. White Lion NYC bought three coffees. I encourage everyone to read... This historical figure, Albert Pike's plan for three world wars on display in a museum. It explains much of recent history and what is to come. Thank you. Yeah. Amazing. He was in the Illuminati. Where's the Illuminati now? I don't know. But I he, my case. He was also a Freemason. What? And he was a, he was a Confederate general, too. So Mason was free? I don't know. The Freemasons. Was it free? Don't ask me. I don't know what you it is. You call it Freemason? That's what they're called. It doesn't mean that I know what it is. Oh, it doesn't mean membership is free. <laughs> I don't know. It might be. But I think they just mean they're free. From and what? they're Masons, as opposed to slave Masons. 
you're laughing at me. <laughs> I'm trying to give you a You interviewed a Freemason on the Fallen State. I did. Yep. Albert Pike was six feet tall and 300 pounds. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway, continuing. WD-41 donated... Thank you, by the way. Yeah. White Line NYC. Yeah. WD-41 with a Ninjagini. This is a contribution to help build Jesse's underground bunker. That's right. I have discovered that they're not going to the moon, the whites. They're trying to. They're like they're not going out of space. They're going underground. So save your money, white people, and buy some land underground and then raise the rent. <laughs> Amazing! Amazing. Thank you. My close and personal friend Jib Jab bought a coffee. To add to Yo Lil's statement on following the order, it is said that the first law of heaven is order. Yeah. It is. You got to follow the order. There's a spiritual order given to you by the Father. You can't break it and think you're going to have a life like you do with your earthly father. You break the rule, right? Turn against your father. But up there, I mean, in, inside and up there, there's a spiritual law. Either you follow and be free or you break the law and live in slave. Amazing. DJ bought three coffees. I work with pot. But when people ask, I tell them I work in agriculture. <laughs> Laughing face emojis with tears. Oh, blame me. <laughs> Let me take a break. Amazing. I'll be back to your phone calls and finish your super chats as well. Back in a moment. We have a counseling service, and I have to admit, thanks to God, it is the best counseling service on this side of heaven. I counsel with men and women families, individuals around the world. Most people are unhappy. They're miserable. They have rough lives. They're depressed, suicidal, young and old of all races. I understand. I know why. And I do understand it because exactly what's happening in me is happening with everybody outside of me, inside of them. And I've noticed that with those who really, really, really want to understand they overcome it just like that. Out of one counseling session. If you need counseling, you can go to rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-2663. 800-411-BOND. Best counseling service on this side of heaven. Welcome back. 888-888-7753-773. Brand new episode of The Father State tomorrow, if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. I had an amazing conversation 
with Ray Daniels. Ray Daniels. And Ray is a hip-hop mogul, CEO, and host of a popular black podcast called The Gods Show, G-A-U-D-S, The Gods Show. Watch this. Next time on The Fallen State. It sounds like you're rich. I am. Like a white man. I'm rich like a black man. <laughs> <laughs> biggest thing now is I don't want to lose it. That's my biggest nightmare. What a mess. But my father was my dog. Like, I love my dad. So at one time you were a slut maker? I think I was a slut king maker. <laughs> what you said makes sense. It's just the delivery might piss off a couple people, but I understand it. Why do you call us the blacks? You Aren't you black? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> why you call us the blacks? I wonder why when I ask what's wrong with the blacks, people think I'm, uh, I don't know I'm black. I'm black. Uh, you can support the Father State at thefatherstate.com slash donate or on locals.com. So click the link in the description to support our work. I enjoyed talking to him. It was an amazing conversation. So be sure to uh, check it out. So it's the fatherstate.tv slash donate. Fatherstate.tv slash donate, not dot com. All right. Um, and also, for personalized shout outs, weddings, congratulations, birthdays, anniversaries, go to cameo, C A M E O dot com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. For personal shout out. The Hake Report coming up at 9 a.m. from 9 to 11. TheHakeReport.com. And then Joel Friday TV. He's here Monday through Thursday now. You black. Joel Friday TV uh, from 11 to 12. And then at 12 p.m. Pacific time, The American Anchor Baby. The American Anchor Baby. Let me go to James. It's Bible Thumping Thursday out of uh, North Carolina. James, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Heard around the world. By everybody and the mama. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, uh, James. I, I wanted to uh, tackle the biblical question. Do you have confidence Confidence? Do you have confidence? Confidence. Uh, yes, I do. And how do you know you do it? What is it? Confidence is the faith and belief that I can uh, be successful in certain areas in life. Not all, certain areas in life. That's confidence to me. You have confidence that confidence is, you say it's a belief that you can, you can do what in life? I'm sorry. That I could be successful in certain areas in life. Oh, and not all, certain areas. Certain areas like what? So if I, um, just an example, if I have been cooking the same dish for 20 years, and I, I no longer need a recipe. I can just cook it. I've been cooking it for 20 years. If a family member asks me to make that dish for them, I'm confident that I can make that dish for them. So, you know, that's just an example. 
And that's what competence is? Yeah, it's it's a strong belief that you can conquer or handle a certain task. Confidence. Amazing. I appreciate your response. Your response... Responding to that, uh, James, I'll put my little two-cents in on Sunday. Thank you for that, buddy. Thank you, Jeff. Now, listen, you talked about uh, the woman uh, being silent. I, I, I agree with that. Remaining silent. Um, I think you, you referenced First Timothy, right? Yes. So, yeah, First Timothy. So um, Paul was saying he doesn't permit women to teach. I do not permit a woman to teach or to assume authority over man. Yes, I agree with that. But I also agree with the first verse in that chapter, because you made a statement, uh, well, you made it quite often, but you made it a couple of minutes ago that we don't know what to pray for. So when you get a chance, look at the first verse of that chapter. It tells us exactly what we should be praying for. And what does it say we should pray for? He says to pray. He says, Paul says, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made concerning all sorts of men, and this includes kings and those who are in high places, so that we may go on leading a calm and quiet life with complete godly devotion and seriousness. Paul said that's what he prayed for? No. He said, I urge that supplications, prayers be made to these kings and people in high places so that we can continue to live a calm and quiet life with godly devotion and seriousness. But that doesn't tell us what we should pray for. Well, <laughs> did you not, did you not, you have the Bible and just read it. It says, this is what, in Roma eight, Roma 8 said that we don't know what to pray for. We do not know what Roma we eight. ought to pray for. But the Spirit Himself intercedes for us. The Spirit intercedes in accordance to in accordance with the will of God. So we don't know what to pray for. Right. So we don't know, but who, who would know? But it sounds like you were trying to say from that thing you just read that we do know what to pray for. We don't know, but yeah, like Paul's. He's given us instruction on how to pray, just like Jesus gave instruction on how to pray. We don't know on our own, but God used these men to show us how to pray. But that, but that that you read wasn't telling us how we ought to pray. He's telling us how we should pray and who we should pray for. All right. But... Yeah. Thank you, James. I appreciate it, buddy. All right, buddy. You have a good weekend. Talk to you soon. You too now. 888-7753-773. That's the line open. Jo- uh, Joseph, a first-time call out of Massachusetts. Joseph, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Jesse, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, I reached out to you. Um, I, have a, I have a weird, weird hate. I hate the negative black community in Boston because of where I grew up with the busing and where I live. And I'm trying to overcome that because I'm, I'm in the restaurant industry and uh, I'm trying to get over the hate for the negative black culture that is surrounding the city that I have to live around it. I see it every day. I see the handouts that the city of Boston has given people. 
Um, just recently, Michelle Wu was only hiring black people uh, for for positions in the in, in city hall. And I'm trying to overcome that. And I, I how would I? How do you suggest I do that? By are you black? I'm white. I'm white, and I grew up in the in the era of busing and white flight. My oh. parents never moved out, so I I grew up in black schools with a negative culture that won. And I and I've been. I'm just so upset at that culture just because of the way I grew up. Why didn't your and, parents uh, move once they moved in? Why didn't your parents, they started the busing thing? Why didn't your parents take off? My father's family and friends, he didn't want to move. And my father wasn't that involved with the family. He worked, he came home, he paid the bills and put food on the table. And he, that, that was his job. Oh, okay. The way and that you, the way you stop being angry at the blacks is that you get to know yourself. And you're going to see that something else is causing you to be angry. The thoughts, the feelings, and that the thoughts and the feelings are not you. And once you see that you can't help yourself but be angry because you're not in control, it will help you to understand that the blacks can't help themselves either. They have anger, and that anger is controlling them. And and the so-called government and others are catering to the blacks because they want to use the blacks for personal gain. But the same spirit that is causing you to be angry, it's the same spirit that is causing the blacks to be angry and, and act the way that they're acting. It's not them, but it's the spirit of evil that made a home in them. Interesting. So you got... Yeah, no, it's... Yeah. You got a... I mean, once you overcome the anger within your own mind and emotion, you will understand what's going on with the blacks, and you will be able to become an example of the light. And some of the blacks want to overcome. They don't like living in the hell that they live in within themselves. They just don't know how to overcome it. They don't realize they hate their mothers and grandmothers. They are yearning for their fathers, and they don't know that they are being catered to. They are being used for destruction. But you'll be able to point that out in the right way if you overcome the anger within yourself first. I I, I try. I try. Have, you know, how I, do you, you know, try? I, you know, I think about it. I think, you know, like I said, I'm in the restaurant industry. People will come in with unearned money and spend so much money. You know, on money that some of these people that can't even speak proper English, but they have money because they sell drugs, and I, and I hate having to go to that, you know, to that table and, and to take care of them because well, I know why it's not, does that bother you? Money. You're in business to make money. Why are you caring where they get the money from? I, I think it's just uh, I'm worried about the society. I'm worried about my city and this continuing trend of uh, of the negative part. You know, I don't I don't hate black people. I don't like the negative black culture that is, is getting out of hand. It's out of control. But and I'm sure you see it in, in, in Los Angeles, you know? Yeah, but there's nothing you can do about that except when you vote vote out these people like Wu and others that are using blacks for destruction. But I would recommend yeah. that you work on overcoming anger first because you're not going to see the right way to deal with issues of life until you start walking in the light, your anger has you living in darkness. Yeah. Have, have you forgiven your mother? Uh, 
Yes, I have, yeah. She you passed t- away 20 years ago. Did you tell her you have forgiven her? I have not, no. Why not? Her spirit? Why do you? Oh, you, she's dead. She's she died. She's dead. Oh, she's yeah. dead. Forgive she died 20 your. Years ago. Did you forgive your mother for recreating your, her image? Because that spirit of anger that no. you have, it didn't yeah. come from the blacks. It came, I was adopted when I was two months old. You so, know, really? Yeah. So my biological mother is uh, addicted to meth in another state, and I, I don't really contact her that much. You know what I mean? So, you know who she is, though. Yeah. And how do you feel about her? Uh, you know, I'm disappointed, uh, but I understand her, her her condition, being addicted to drugs. Uh, Have you forgiven your father? Biological? The, you had a, you had an adopted father, right? Yes. Have you forgiven him? Well, I, I, from your message last night that I got a messenger, I did talk to him, and I told him I forgave him. And, um, and did you forgive your uh, biological father for not being there for you? If I have to say it out loud, yeah, I forgive him. You know? you t- is he dead, too? I, I'll never know who he is. Oh, you uh, you don't know who yeah, he my is. My mother was a prostitute in, in Boston. Oh, amazing. Here's what I recommend for you, Joseph, that you start looking at and forgive those blacks who you had to put up with the crap when you were being bussed around as well, when they, you know, when the busing thing started. That was a yeah. mess for a lot of white kids, and I know that was hard on you too. You know, but, I picked up a lot of bad traits. I picked up a lot of bad, you know, and I, I can't, I try to shake it, you know what I mean? And I can't, you know, it's uh, it's really difficult, you know? Well, here's what you do. Because it's spiritual, there's nothing you can do about it. So I want to encourage you to start doing the silent prayer and watching the thoughts and the feeling. Let them pass, go through them, yeah. and God will take away your anger, and everything will start to make sense to you, and you'll be fine. All right. I appreciate it. Uh, if I have any more questions, I'll give you a call. All right, buddy. All right. Thank you, Jesse. Have a good day. You're welcome. The anger that everybody feels is within themselves. And it's not because of somebody else except that your mother recreated her image, turned you into her hell, and your father didn't protect you. But the anger, and yes, you go through, you deal with situations, but you were already angry. You were already angry. And the blacks have the same problem. They're angry. And the blacks have it really bad because... No one is telling them that they need to forgive their mothers and grandmothers and return to the Father. They're telling them that it's somebody else or something else. And they are using the blacks. They give them a little free stuff, they got them hooked. And they can cause them, they can use them to destroy America. Remember Black Lives Matter? They nearly destroyed the country. And it was about themselves. It was never about helping the other blacks. All angry people are about self and no one else. 888-775-3773. Let me go to Juan out of Washington State. Juan, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Jesse. How you doing? All this well, sir. Hey, uh, so I called the other day. I was trying to get a hold of you because um, something happened to me the other day when I was doing the silent prayer. Uh-huh. And I wanted to ask, 
if it's something that uh, that's only happened to me, or if it's something that that I should, I don't know, be concerned about. <laughs> so um, while I was doing the silent prayer the other day, uh, I noticed that my body went in like automatic mode, like like I had nothing to do with the breathing. And what's interesting is that that Sunday after uh, that happened to me, uh, on the Sunday service, you you mentioned that you will detach from your body. So I just found that interesting that you said that after that happened to me. I called and I spoke with Joel about it, but I wanted to see and get your perspective from it. And what do you mean your body detached from you? What detached? Well, I'm, I'm not... I'm not saying that my body detached from that I detached from my body, right. but I just know I just noticed while I was there, like in the nothingness, like in in the blackness, like there was no thoughts, there was nothing happening, like there was, like I had already went through the war that you go through at the beginning, like when all this the thoughts start coming back and forth, and then you get to that place where you just stay and there's no thoughts. Well, when I was in that place, I noticed my body that that it was just breathing on its own that that I had nothing to do with it and right there, as soon as I noticed that it kind of uh I'm pretty sure it was the you know the enemy, but the thoughts started coming like a river like just back and forth back and forth, and just yeah, <laughs> but I just wanted to get your perspective on it. I think you're putting too much into it. Uh, don't worry about that. You, you want to be detached from thoughts because the thoughts are your enemy. The thoughts hate God. And so if you had a moment of not being into thoughts, that's what you want. And so don't let the devil tell you that that was something bad or good or evil, right or wrong. Just watch the thoughts and, and let yourself live. Don't worry about it. Okay. Don't be trying to figure okay. it out. You can't figure this out. Yeah, I, I I've noticed that. The more the more you try to figure it out, the more you notice that you don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, because you've gone back into thoughts, and now you're trying to figure out what happened then and what happened now. The answers to life are not in thoughts. Um, I also wanted to wanted to ask you um, something. Um, so I, I've, I've been going through this situation, um, at home to where, um, my wife called, um, she called the cops on me the other day and I was sleeping on the other bedroom for a while and now she's turned around and then she's all lovey dovey and she's all trying to make things work and, and all that stuff. And. For some reason, I just don't buy it, and and I it just doesn't feel the same. Like I it, I just feel like if I fall into that, I'm just gonna fall back into the hell, and fall back into the to manipulating and all that stuff. So, I'm in a hard place right now because I'm thinking about moving out, but I I just don't know how how to go about it. Your question for me is what. Should I should I stay or and, and see if she's really trying to change, if she's really trying to work on herself, or should I just move out? Why does she call the cops on you? 
Because she was, she was arguing. We were arguing. Well, she was arguing. I was sitting on the couch, and she was in the kitchen going off. Um, and I was trying to talk to her, but she wouldn't let myself get, she wouldn't let me get my point across. So I raised my voice. And then when I raised my voice, she freaked out. And she's like, oh, uh, she got all emotional. And she said, we're going to end this right here. And she called the cops on me saying that I was, uh, she said that I attacked her. Uh, she told me personally that she didn't tell the cops that, but she told me personally that I that she felt attacked because I raised my voice. And so you have kids with this woman? I have two girls with her. Oh, why do you want to stay with her knowing now that you can't trust her that she would do that to you? Because of the kids. Um, I don't my I, I'm everything to my kids. And just, I don't want my girls to grow up with daddy issues. <laughs> but if, if their mother is that evil that she would call the cops and make up stuff on you like that, they're going to have daddy issues because she's, going to turn your children away from you and that's what i've noticed too that like the things like the music that i like and and the stuff that i like she tries to make it seem like it's not godly it's not uh biblical and then like the kids see that and then they try to tell me like oh dad why are you listening to this or why are you listening to that and she's like trying to get him all religious and stuff and it's just hold on a minute yeah. hold on hold on one more hour to go. Hate is coming to the hate news, the, not the fake news. I'll be back in a moment. One more hour to go. 888-77-JESSE. Back in a moment. Steve, thank you for calling and thanks for holding. How have you been helped by the show? I'm going to tell you this. I believe you might go down in history as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, black man that ever lived on planet Earth, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know anybody before you that's been that great. You know, freeing slaves is one thing, but you've been freeing people of their mind, which matters. It should be, anyhow, to you more than anything else, because with the mind not being right, there ain't nothing else going to happen right anyway. If you can doubt every thought because you're not your thoughts, if you can doubt every thought knowing that you're not your thoughts you don't create them they're not from god that they're from the deceiver the great deceiver satan if you can doubt every thought you can be free just like that at an instant bring every thought into captivity it's so amazing A whole lot of mess going on in the world, is it not? This is the end of Hour 2 already of Bible Thumper Thursday. JLP will be right back to your calls. Hang tight, callers. But first, Hague News, not fake news. There is one line open. You can call in right now during Hague News. After the Jason Lee Peterson Show, as you all know, I hope by now, the Hague Report. And then after that, Joel Friday TV, Monday through Thursday, 11 to 12 Pacific Time. And of course, American Anchor Baby. Okay? That's cool. Uh, Jews underrepresented in Hollywood? Commie Nonsense Network CNN reports that around 300 Hollywood figures signed an open letter to the Academy of Motion Arts and Sciences, the body behind the Academy Awards, demanding that they immediately add Jews to their 
Inclusion and Diversity Standards. The upcoming 2024 Oscars are the first year that films are being submitted for the Best Picture will need to meet the Academy's new criteria for diversity and inclusion, designed to help better reflect underrepresented groups on screen. So add Jews to that. Nice. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Here's a quote. We are still seeing far too many firearms at TSA checkpoints. That's for the Transportation Security Administration Administrator, David Pekoski, announcing Wednesday, yesterday, that more than 6,700 guns were intercepted by U.S. airport security officers in 2023 before those weapons could make it on board airplanes. I'm sorry, I thought this was America. What a mess. That's from Commie Nonsense Network. I'll talk more about guns on the Hake Report, by the way, right after the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. Tough climate, by the way. Large swaths of the United States are being hit by winter storms this week, including blizzards that have blanketed parts of the Midwest and the Northeast in snow. However, a new study shows that human-caused climate crisis, the, that thing that's going on supposedly, has uh, significantly reduced snowpack in most parts of the Northern Hemisphere. Eat that. Uh, flat earthers hemisphere in the last 40 years threatening water resources for millions of people data published tuesday also confirmed 2023 to be the warmest year on record an average global temperature of 14.98 degrees celsius whatever that is climate scientists no such thing maybe have repeatedly warned about the critical climate threshold of 1.5 degrees celsius when many ecosystems will struggle to adapt and summertime heat will approach the limits of human survivability in some places. What a mess. And Bitcoin. Bitcoin. The Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, gave their approval Wednesday, according to Commie Nonsense Network, the ladies of the skimmer reporting on this too, for some investment companies to offer spot Bitcoin exchange-traded funds. The move is expected to make investing in Bitcoin, the leading cryptocurrency, more accessible to Main Street investors without requiring them to own digital asset, the digital asset directly. SEC Chair Gary Gensler said in a statement that the agency remains wary about the volatility and myriad risks associated with Bitcoin and products whose value is tied to crypto, cryptocurrency. Bitcoin hit an all-time high of nearly $69,000 per Bitcoin in November 2021. It fell below 17000 during crypto winter in 2022. and has been trading north, meaning above 4500 I mean 45000 sorry, in the run-up to the SEC's decision. Well, good job, guys. Surprise, it's Hunter. Hunter Biden, yesterday the GOP-led House Oversight and Judiciary Committees, Push forward resolutions to hold Hunter in contempt of Congress. The update comes as the so-called president's son made a surprise appearance at an oversight committee hearing. Republicans had subpoenaed Hunter for a closed-door questioning in, back in December as part of their impeachment inquiry into his father, Crooked Joe. He defied it and said he'll only testify if it's public. Hunter faces criminal tax charges. At the hearing, Nancy Mace said Hunter... She's a Republican. Is the epitome of white privilege. Don't do that, Nancy Mace. I'm James Hake. Now back to JLP, Hour 3.